the Prayer Word Podcast. This is episode 18. This is Matthew Bryant, and you're listening in to a, uh episode that I've recorded for my church. Uh, it's part of a series, Praying Through Philippians. We're going to be looking at Praying Through Philippians 12, 1 through 18, seeing how not only does the Scripture give us uh, words for our prayers to use and be able to pray back to God from the Word of God, but it also shapes our priorities in prayer. Stay tuned for new priorities in your prayer life from God's Word. Hello and welcome back to Praying Through Philippians. This is Pastor Matthew and we're walking through Philippians, looking at how Philippians not only shapes the uh, words that we use in prayer, but also how it shapes our priorities in prayer. So we're praying through the scripture. Today we're looking at Philippians 2, 12 through 18. So we look here at verse 12. It says, therefore, so Paul's building everything that he said now next ahead on what he said previously. So therefore, my beloved... As you have always obeyed, so now, not only in my presence, but much more in my absence. So not only uh, should you obey in my presence, so not just false piety or false false, uh, sort of just uh, hypocrisy, right? Don't want to be a hypocrite and only do good works or only obey in my presence, but all the more in my absence, he says, work out your own salvation with Fear and trembling, for it is God who works in in you, works in you, both to will and to work for His good pleasure. So we see salvation not only is totally and utterly of God, as we learned in prior parts of Philippians, but we see also now this work of of sanctification and growth is totally and utterly of God. For it's God who works in and through you to will and work for his good pleasure. But that doesn't mean it doesn't take effort. That's why Paul is admonishing them and encouraging them to obey and to work out your own salvation. So it takes uh, blood-bought, spirit-empowered effort. Work out your salvation with fear and trembling, for it's God who works in you to will and to work for his good pleasure. Verse 14, Do all things without grumbling or disputing, that you may be blameless and innocent children of God without blemish in the midst of a crooked and twisted generation among whom you shine as lights in the world, holding fast to the word of life so that in the day of Christ, I, that is Paul, may be proud that I did not run in vain or labor in vain. So, we're to work out that salvation, we're to do everything without grumbling or disputing, and that we may be blameless and innocent. So hold fast to the what? The word of life. Verse 17, even if, and this will be a key phrase that we'll look at, is maybe some some words here from this passage of Scripture that shape our prayer life, but even if I am poured out as a drink offering upon the sacrificial offering of your faith, I am glad and rejoice. So even if I am glad and rejoice with you all, likewise, you also should be glad and rejoice with me. So let's look at how this shapes and informs not only the words of our prayers, but also the priorities of our prayer. 
my prayer then should be marked by one thing that stands out to me is is public and private devotion, as it says in in verse twelve that we're to to do these things and to obey the Lord. You know, the Lord commands us to pray. It's not if you pray, but when you pray in the Lord's prayer. When you pray, and so prayer is a command. We're to pray, and so prayer and our public our, our public and private devotion ought not to be uh, these things that are separate or seen in a different light, but both are equally important. The public and private uh, devotion to the Lord are significant. We ought not to only be able to bow, uh, pray in front of other people or be motivated to pray only because others are watching. Um, we should also stoke the fires of our private prayer life as well. And uh, you'll see that these two t- things actually work in tandem. They both matter. They're both significant. Um, and then we're to do this with fear and trembling. Go before the Lord with fear and trembling. How does the uh, Lord's Prayer begin? Hallowed be thy name, revered, uh, to be worthy of worship. So the Lord is is uh, is worthy of our worship and praise. And so we come before him with fear and trembling. And we recognize that God is the author of our good works. For it's, as it says in verse 13, him who works in and through us to will and work for his good pleasure. And so this ought to motivate our prayer. This ought to give motive for prayer that this strong conviction that God is the author not only of our salvation, but also, as it says in Ephesians, that he's the one who's prepared good works for us in advance that we might walk in them. That's Ephesians uh, 2, verse 10, I believe. We're his workmanship, and he's prepared good works in advance that we should walk in them. So he's the author of not only our salvation, but good works. And so it ought to motivate our prayer, because if he's control of everything, then we are submitting everything to him in prayer. And and we know that all the effort we have, it's only been blood-bought and spirit-empowered effort to work out that salvation with fear and trembling. So we hold fast to what? The word of life. Some of you know, if you're listening to this on the podcast, this is the Prayer in the Word podcast. And so uh, that priority comes from Acts 6-4, priority of the apostles, devote themselves to the ministry of prayer, ministry of the Word. And so the Word of Life, and so part of this whole series, a purpose for this whole series in praying through Philippians is seeing how the Scripture is the Word of Life that gives us um, not only words when we lack words, but many times it helps shape the priorities of our prayer life. And so let's hold fast in our prayer to the words of life. Let's pray through the scriptures. Let's let the scriptures prompt our prayer. And then this word here, even if, that Paul uses in verse 17, I want to draw your attention to this. I learned this principle from Daniel Henderson. These words like even if are good response words, responding to who God is and um, and, and and knowing and recognizing that he's in control of all things. And so, you know, we can pray these prayers of, you know, hey, even if this happens, Lord, I'm going to be glad. I'm going to have gladness and I'm going to rejoice in you. And so you see that expression of even if, and it's a powerful expression of recognizing that it's even if, or no matter what, or even though, or sometimes it's just as simple as saying because. Hey, God, because you're in control of all things, God, I'm just going to rejoice in you, no matter my circumstances. And so, you know, the series that we've been doing as a church through Philippians is titled No Matter What. So maybe you want to pray that, Lord, no matter what, help me to do this. No matter what, I'm going to worship you, God. Um, and so let's spend some time right now praying through Philippians 2, 12 through 18. God, want to worship you and thank you. Thank you, God, that you love us and, God, that you secure our salvation in Christ Jesus, Lord. Uh, Lord, and uh, 
And I pray, God, that you would help us to work out that salvation, God, with fear and trembling. Know that it's you that works in and through us, God, empowering us, Lord, because of, Lord, we have we can work, Lord, because of the blood-bought, spirit-empowered effort that you supply, Lord, through uh, the power of the Spirit and our union with Christ. And so, Lord, I pray, God, for uh, us to work out our salvation, God, and help me to work out my salvation with fear and trembling before you, God. Help my private and public prayer life to grow. God, help me not to be one who's obedient before uh, you only because other people are looking, because other eyes are watching. Help me to be concerned, Lord, for your eyes only, God, that that I'm worried and concerned only about exalting and praising your name and, Lord, knowing that you see and you will reward in heaven. And so, God, uh, you are the author of good works, God, and we'll hold fast to the word of life that gives us instruction for not only salvation but also for godliness. And so help me, God, to hold fast to your words of life. And, Lord, even if, even if, God, that nothing for the rest of my life happens the way I think it should, God, or the way I want it to, even if, God, help me to be glad in my heart and to rejoice in you because, God, you are great, greatly to be praised, worthy of my worship. Pray this all in the name of Christ. Amen. Thanks so much for tuning in today for today's podcast. Hey, if you enjoyed it and it was of help to you, please take a minute and share it with somebody else. Um, it helps get the word out. You can share it on social media. I really appreciate it. And also take some time and give us an honest review on whatever podcast service you are using. Would greatly appreciate the feedback. Hey, and any time that you want to reach out to me, you can always reach out to me through my website, MatthewCBryant.com. You can also go over there and get more information about my new book that's come out, How to Pray, 15 Days to a More Biblical, Joyful, and Consistent Prayer Life. It's a great primer to get you started on how to improve your prayer life in 15 days with short, small, tactical steps that you can take. Would love to see you on my blog. Go ahead and subscribe there and uh, look forward to hearing from you. Can't wait to see you next time.